it's Friday, May the 6th, and you have made it through another week. Welcome to Enough for Today. Thanks for joining me. Uh, what a great week we've had in Psalm 47, so join me there. And as you're finding your place, I want to tell you, we have a wonderful weekend planned. It's Mother's Day on Sunday, and uh, we have Cinnabon. We serve. We used to have a breakfast buffet on Mother's Day, and our church just simply outgrew it. We don't have the space to be able to do it. And so we, we converted the breakfast buffet to uh, Cinnabon in the lobby. So when you come in on Sunday, there will be uh, hot <clears throat> beverages and water and, I don't know, maybe some milk. I don't want to misspeak, but I'm not in charge of the, of the, of the food service. Uh, and then we've got, I think we've got 750 hot Cinnabons coming. And we, uh, we will baptize those Cinnabons in icing. We don't sprinkle. We're Baptists. We fully immerse uh, the, the cinnamon rolls in icing, and uh, that's one of my favorite jokes every year, and we have a great time. So come early, uh, come hungry, and uh, and then about the time I get up to preach, everybody has that, you know, that sugar crash, and then uh, when I'm done preaching, I wake everybody up, everybody goes home to celebrate moms, so it'll be a great day, and we look forward to seeing you on Sunday, either in person or online. Problem is, if you're online, you can't taste the cinnamon rolls, so... Um, either way, I'll be glad you join us. Well, we're in Psalm 47, and I am so glad that we can continue forward. Yesterday, we talked about God showing up. God has gone up with a shout, verse 5. The Lord with a sound of a trumpet and the people's response. What do we do when God comes sweeping in and solves a problem for us? We sing, sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises unto our King, sing praises. God wants to hear you sing. It's a good thing, my friend. You say, well, I don't sing well, or I can't carry a tune. He never said carry a tune. He said sing. He said make a loud noise. Um, and so sing. Obey him. Trust him. Uh, get out of yourself and sing. And anticipate, even if you're going through a hard time, you've got a reason to sing. And pretty soon you'll have a greater reason to sing. Verse 7, for God is the king of all the earth. There's nothing that is beyond his reach. There's nothing that is beyond his control, and he is ordering all things to a grand conclusion. He's going to use even your enemies. He's going to use even your hardship to write a more beautiful story. He works all things together for good, good to them that love him, to them that are the called according to his purpose, because he loves them. So God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. I love that phrase, sing ye praises with understanding. What's what's the psalmist driving at? Insight, wisdom, um, uh, the capacity, uh, a different perspective, <clears throat> a bigger perspective, clarity. Okay, so in other words, we don't sing blindly. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't understand what God is doing and we choose to sing. But um, soon enough, God gives clarity. Uh, one thing I want you to see in verses 5, 6, 7, and 8 is there was a long waiting period while uh, the armies were surrounding Israel, and they waited. What's God going to do? Is God going to do anything? He's going to intervene. Hey, by the way, it's not much time that passes when God appears to not intervene. <coughs> Excuse me. When Babylon comes, God lets them overrun the city. The people are taken into captivity. But God tells them for 
really several generations, Babylon is coming and you're going into exile. You're going into captivity. But I'm going to be with you there and I'm going to deliver you from that. I'm going to bring you back out of that. I'm going to restore you. So it's not that we belong to a God who never allows negative circumstances. It's that we belong to a God who orchestrates them for his purposes. We trust him before them. We trust him during them. We trust him in them and after them. So we're, we're not writing the story, friend. He doesn't follow me. I follow him. And it's so hard uh, to, to stay in that lane because I want to be the architect of my own story. I want to be my own author. But God says, no, I'm the author. And I know what's good for you. And I've chosen your inheritance. And trust me, when it's all said and done, you're going to be singing. If you follow me, if you trust me, if you go with me, you're going to be singing. But my friend, sometimes uh, it's a deep valley or it's a darkness or it's a difficult time. And so a lot of, a lot of life following God is waiting. A lot of life following God is just the slow trudge forward of, is he working? Is he present? Is he active? And then there's those, those, those times when the sun breaks through the clouds and you're like, oh, there's God. Wow. Look at what he did. And you are singing. Um, but there's a lot of time where you're just reminding yourself, I'm still God's child. God is still king. Even though I can't see him or can't feel him or don't feel like I'm experiencing him right now or I don't know what he's doing or where he went or how he's active, I'm going to trust that he is. Look at verse 8. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. Now, they're seeing this in retrospect, but it's true, whether by faith or by sight, it's true. Um, And this is a huge verse when it comes to looking at the world we're looking at, which is losing its mind more and more every day. And the fear-mongering, the narrative of our culture is live in fear, live in anxiety, fight for your rights, fight for your way, fight for your own justice, be the victim. That's the narrative. Live out of your anxiety. Live out of your hurt and your wound. Live out of your insufficiency. But God comes to us in this psalm and says, I am your sufficiency. I'm going to take care of your enemies. I'm going to choose your inheritance. I love you. I'm going to show up right on time. I'm going to give you a reason to sing. And he says in verses 7 and 8, I am over it all. I'm reigning over the heathen, even the people that through your view are threatening your rights, uh, encroaching on uh, your freedoms, your liberty, even the people that are uh, are sworn enemies of God, even those that seem to be destroying your society, your culture. God says, I reign over them. Uh, I'm sitting on a throne of holiness. What is that word holiness? It's it's absolute purity and perfection, which includes perfect love, but it also includes perfect justice. So God's saying, I am perfect. I am totally sovereign, which means you have no reason to fear and you have no reason to live out or act in fear. My friend, God is calling us in a psalm like this, in a in a 21st century applicational view of this psalm. He's calling us to live in total confidence and in total rest. 
I don't know the problems that I'm going to run into as I go into my day today or my weekend. I just know this. In my role in life as a pastor, as a husband, as an author, as a teacher of the Bible, as a, as a papa, as an employer, uh, I'm going to face a lot of challenges in the coming days and weeks, but I can be at rest in them. Now, it's so hard to remember that in the moment, but I can be at rest because God is sovereign. There's nothing that has surprised him about my life ever. He is reigning and he is in control in perfect love and perfect justice. So <clears throat> we're going to leave it here for today and pick it up with verse, we'll finish verse 9, finish this psalm on Monday. I hope you'll join us on Sunday, 9 and 1030 on live stream and in person. Hope to see you. And if not, I'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining me.